Hey, what's up everybody? This is Austin Haynes with the Waking Justice Project, and this is your daily wake-up call. Here's what the corporatocracy is up to today, November 22nd, 2019. You can visit our website at wakingjustice.org for more details. Here are the headlines. It's Freak Out Friday on your daily wake-up call, where every Friday we spotlight indie journos who are pushing the leading edge of independent journalism. These are the folks who expose the hard truths that make us ask, why aren't we all freaking out about this? Today, we spotlight the work of indie journo, prison reform activist, former Black Panther and political prisoner, the living legend, Eddie Conway. Eddie is an executive producer of The Real News Network, and he's the host of the weekly TV series, Rattling the Bars. We'll tell more about Eddie's TV series later in the podcast, but first, we want to share his incredible story. Eddie was born in Baltimore, Maryland in 1946. He joined the Army when he reached fighting age, and by 1967, he was stationed in Germany, awaiting deployment to Vietnam. While awaiting deployment, he saw news coverage in the German media about the 1967 riots when black communities were protesting against police brutality. I was there in Germany about to fight in Vietnam, Eddie says, and I see an army tank on the streets of an American city with a 50 caliber machine gun pointed at black women. So I made my way back home. After Eddie left the army and returned to Baltimore, he got involved with various social justice groups. In 1969, he joined the newly formed Baltimore, Maryland chapter of the Black Panther Party. Our community was impoverished, Eddie says. There was a lot of police brutality against our young people, and the Black Panther Party was the only group talking about challenging the police and setting up our own resources, such as health clinics. It was very appealing to me. Eddie quickly rose in leadership in the Black Panther Party and was appointed a lieutenant of security, responsible for checking new members. In his new security role, he noticed a pattern of incidents where Warren Hart, the founder of the local chapter, would send Panthers on various errands and they'd end up arrested and jailed or even killed. Eddie alerted the Panthers' national leadership and their follow-up investigation confirmed Eddie's concerns. Warren Hart was an undercover agent for COINTELPRO. COINTELPRO is short for Counterintelligence Program. It was the FBI's secret war to destroy the left, as Jacobin Magazine explains it. The program targeted groups like the Black Panther Party with undercover surveillance, infiltration, disruption, and even assassination. Eddie says, after Hart was exposed, he fled the country, and that's when I became a target for COINTELPRO. About a year later, Eddie was framed for the shooting death of a Baltimore police officer. He was eventually convicted based on the sole testimony of a known police informant. He claimed that Eddie had confessed to the crime when they did jail time together, while Eddie was awaiting his trial. Eddie was sentenced to life in prison and would spend the next 44 years in the Maryland prison system. He's always maintained his innocence. Like so many Black Panther Party leaders, Eddie was a political prisoner, framed by the FBI's nefarious and corrupt COINTELPRO operation. In fact, about a year after Eddie's conviction, 
Activists broke into an FBI office and stole thousands of top secret documents that revealed the massive FBI corruption in its COINTELPRO program. As Noam Chomsky has said, the level of crimes by the FBI that those stolen documents revealed made the Watergate controversy look like a tea party. But none of the evidence of the FBI's vicious campaign against the Black Panther Party was ever allowed to be a part of Eddie's defense. Over the four decades that Eddie spent in prison, he earned three college degrees. He started the prison's first library and founded the Maryland prison system's Friend of a Friend program. The mission of Friend of a Friend is to foster peaceful resolution of conflict among prison inmates and to promote reconciliation and healing inside the criminal justice system. The program is still in place today. After countless marches and protests over the years on Eddie's behalf, and after dozens of failed appeals, Eddie was finally released from prison in 2014. A year after his release, Eddie joined the leadership team at the Real News Network, the respected indie news outlet based in Baltimore. In 2015, he launched a new weekly TV series called Rattling the Bars, which focuses on the plight of prisoners in America's greedy and corrupt for-profit prison system. The US now imprisons more of its own citizens than any other nation at any time in human history. Over 70% of the people in US jails haven't even been convicted of a crime. They're just stuck in jail awaiting a court date because they can't afford bail. Victims of America's criminalization of poverty. Still, others are longtime political prisoners, framed and imprisoned like Eddie was, still hoping for justice. Black women are now the fastest growing prison population and can face enormous challenges in a prison system that was mainly designed for men. In Rattling the Cage, Eddie and his guests advise on all those issues and more. And he also explores the historical origins of America's prison system, a history we must never forget. All of us in the work of global justice need to understand the goals and challenges of the prison reform movement. And Eddie's weekly program, Rattling the Cage, is a consistent standard for the vital information. We highly recommend his show. Eddie's now been out of prison for five years, and for his fifth anniversary of freedom, Paul Jay, the founder of The Real News Network, recently did an anniversary interview with Eddie. They discussed Eddie's insights on America today, informed by the past five years of his freedom. Here's a brief takeaway, paraphrasing Eddie about the core challenges we face today in the work of global justice. The bottom line for the corporatocracy is profit, and their secondary concern is security. How the corporate elites secure their power over the general population. So they pit one group of people against another. They use one group to operate their prison system and use another group to fill up the prison system. They make billions in profit off the system, of course. And at the same time, they divide and conquer both groups by alienating the two groups against each other. That alienation distracts both groups from what's really going on. And what's really going on is that both groups of people are being dehumanized and both are being exploited. But we can't get together and look at the common causes of our problem because we're there in each other's face. Right on, Eddie. We totally agree. 
Eddie, Paul, and all the staff at the Real News Network do excellent, relevant journalism, but they are indeed an indie outlet and need our support. So if you're able to make a donation, there's a donate button on their homepage at therealnews.com. And if you want to learn more about how all of us in the work of global justice can join together to end all this injustice and corruption and to save our planet, please visit our website at wakingjustice.org. You can check out our about page and listen to our first podcast. And if you want to get involved, please fill out the contact form at the top right of the homepage. Or you can email us at info at wakingjustice.org. We'd love to hear from you. We're running out of time, y'all. Join us. Peace. You must be involved in the struggle for freedom and justice. Justice is rising and it ain't just us, it's all of us. If it's my love.